Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and I've got the whole Mouse Chat crew. We've got Lauren, Sharpie, and Steve. Hey, Lisa. Hey, Lisa. Hey. Hiya. Hiya. Howdy, Lisa. Howdy, Sharpie. How's everyone doing? How's it going? Hey. 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 How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> Was that an answer? How's it going? How are we all doing? Are we, are, are we all okay? Did you are have okay? sugar? <laughs> I'm, I am beyond okay, and I'm saying it. My kids are coming home from college tonight. <laughs> they are on Not the plane. in their own bed. I am a happy little camper. First time since August. Four months. Oh. No well, child you... should be allowed to leave their family for four months. <laughs> well, but, they... but you, you, you've gotten to see them, right? Yeah. I have, yeah. but it's not the same. Yeah. But still, when you got to take them to Disney. Well, no, I didn't. Oh, Universal. That's right. No. Right? I thought nope. you did. Didn't no, you go to the December beach? I'm taking them. They've been, but oh, I have. That's right. That's right. They've they, been frolicking. See, they grew up and they're going without you. That's exactly what's happening. I'm <laughs> I'm not really happy about any of this. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> mm. Well, so, congratulations. Anyway, so I am a happy camper. Give them a big Nothing. hug from me. Yep, absolutely. Well, you'll get to see them in December. That'll be good. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna we're gonna do something a little different. And Mouse Chat is going back to the basics. And we're going to tackle a couple of different topics at a high level for those of you who don't really know Disney that well. And shorter shows, so they'll be quick listens. And tonight's topic is going to be Disney dining. We're not really going to get into the individual restaurants, but more about the dining plan and what your options are and how it works. What do you think? I like it. All right. So back to the basics. And uh, really quick, just to clarify, are we talking about Disney Dining 2020 or Disney Dining 2019? They're very similar, but I just want to make sure. Well, we can even make just so the we can clarify for we can make the distinction between the two. Okay. So let's start. Let's let's go with 2020, and then if yeah, there I... is anything that we need to correct for 19, we'll do a little asterisk little uh, verbal asterisk. And I don't really think there's much difference, but just want to clarify because the pricing is different for 2019 and 2020. Really, that's the biggest difference. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're going to be talking in terms of 2020 trips and uh, just note that the, the pricing will be different if you're going this year. Because if you haven't planned your 2019 trip yet, you're running out of time. Yeah. Yeah. You really are. You're pretty close to. Yeah. It's almost done. Yeah. It is. Cutting around the corners here. Well, and then by the time we edit this and get it out there, yeah. It'll be over anyway, probably. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> so, hey, so real quick. So for people who are going to plan Disney dining, how far out can you plan it? Because even now, if you planned it for 2019, it would be tough to really get stuff. So how far out do you need to plan dining to get kind of what you want to try to book? Well, well, here's the deal. You could still plan 2019 and, and eat three meals a day with a reservation. Yeah. Definitely. Any day of the week. Nice. You're going to be running yourself all over the world. Yes. Literally. Well, Disney World, that is. Uh, <laughs> see, you're getting it. You're getting it, Lauren. You I should, do. You should be afraid of that. I, I, I have to be honest. I truly am. She's got <laughs> so much adrenaline going on right now. Mm -hmm. You can't shake me today, Sharpie. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, so you book it, you can book what, six months ahead of your. So it's 180 days, 180 days. normally. You if you're doing your table dining. service. So let's go, let's take another step back uh-huh. and explain that there are different kinds of dining that you can do. Um, you've got quick service dining and you've got table service dining. And quick service is going to be like your fast food. And sometimes it's a little healthier. You've got pizza and salads and chicken and um, burgers and fries. And this is going to be where you walk up to a counter, just like you're going to Wendy's or Burger King. Order your food and go sit down. The other kind is table service dining, where you actually sit down and you're served by um, a waiter or waitress. And they bring the food to you. And, you know, it's a normal sit down dinner. Um, And I guess a third category would be snacks, where you just kind of grab and go. So I think that would be step one in the basics. So Steve's referring to table service dining reservations because, yes, those you want to make 180 days in advance. And there's a couple other little things that you can make 180 days in advance that even if you don't have the dining, you're going to want to do, which is Pirates League, Bippity Boppity Boutique, Oga's Cantina and Galaxy's Edge, Joy Depot, and Savi's Workshop. All of those can also be booked at the 180-day mark. So note to that those are included with that 180 days out too. And it's funny because if you don't know Disney and how the dining works, um, years ago I was booking something for my cousin and I kept saying, we need to get your dining. What do you want to do? What do you? He's like, why? Why can't I just walk into a restaurant? I said, <laughs> you, they, they set the limit on 180 days for a reason. And if you want to sit down at some of the better restaurants or the more fun or thematic restaurants, Ohana. Mm-hmm, you want to make your reservations. And even if you try at the crack of dawn at 180 days, you still might not get it. Yeah. Especially certain times of year. Mm-hmm. Fall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the whole fall. Yeah. Let's just say fall. So um, it is a different concept for some people where you have to plan your dining six months in advance. It's a different concept. Okay, so um, Lauren, tell us um, what a Disney dining plan is. So Disney offers three different dining plans, which are basically going to make your your stay there semi all inclusive um, does not include like it includes you have the three different meal plans you have the quick service dining plan the disney dining plan and the deluxe dining plan so the quick service dining plan is going to give you two snacks and two quick service meals per person per night that you're there it also isn't going to include um, all the packages include refillable drink mug and you also get a non-alcoholic beverage now with um, your meals, wherever, if you eat someplace where they actually serve alcohol, instead of getting a soda or an iced tea or a bottle of water, you can now get an alcoholic beverage instead, or even a non-alcoholic fun drink if they serve that. So um, then you move up to the Disney dining plan, which is the next level up, which to me, I find the best value in that normally. And that one is gonna give you two snacks one quick service, one table service per person per night, still giving you the refillable mug, still giving you the um, drinks with your two meals. And then the next one up is going to be the deluxe dining plan, which is a ton of food. It's two snacks, 
three sit down um, meals per person per night, still refillable mug and um, alcoholic drinks with each one. So those are the three different ones. They all vary by pricing. Um, just to give an idea, an adult quick service meal for one night for 2020 is $55 a night. If you wanted the Disney dining plan, it's $78.01 per night. Moving up to the deluxe is $119 um, per night. And and then, go ahead. I was going to say, and there's some rules that go with this. And she keeps saying per night. And you're like, why is she saying per night? Because when you get the dining plan attached to your vacation package, it's based on the number of nights that you have on your reservation. So if you're staying for four nights, everyone in your party gets dining for four nights on the dining plan. And it doesn't matter how many days tickets you get. It's based on the nights you're staying. So, and the way the dining plan works is, is it, it starts working from the moment you check in until midnight, the day you check out. And the dining credits can actually be used anywhere within those days. So you can use all of your dining credits in one day. If you want, you can double up and do uh, what's called signature dining. I'm going to have, will, I'm going to have Sharpie talk about signature dining. Yep. So that one will, and that you can double up a credit and use two credits for signature dining and Sharpie will go into more with that. But so that is the dining in a nutshell. I think so. Um, also a, a good way to think of the dining credits, Lauren was saying, if you want to just blow them all at the beginning or save them for the end, it doesn't matter when you use them. It's kind of like a debit system where if you're a family of four, two adults and two teenagers, you're going to have, and you're there for five nights, you're going to have 20, well, let's see, no, you're going to have, if you're on the regular plan, you're going to have 20 um, table service credits that are on your card or associated with your, your magic band. And so if you want to use them, all at once, or if someone's not hungry one day, you don't have to, and yeah. and they're going to be there later. So Sharpie, if you can talk to us about signature dining and uh, the best use of credits, that would be great. So with signature dining, I always kind of put the caveat out of buyer beware, uh, because not all signature dining experiences are created equal in terms of value. Um, there are some signature dining experiences that are worth every cent of that that doubled up dining credit just because the quality of the food and the quality of the experience is much higher. And then there are ones that are like, this was two credits. Why Why was this two credits? Uh, and one that we talk about pretty frequently is Cinderella's Royal, Royal Table at the Magic Kingdom, uh, dining inside Cinderella Castle. Um, the quality of the food is okay. The quality of the experience is good. But in that situation, your cost extra is for the experience, not the food. So if you're looking for a true signature experience, oftentimes you're going to find those at Epcot and at your resort hotels, at your deluxe resort hotels. Um, that, that's kind of where your, your highest quality uh, signature dining experiences are. In, in my opinion, a really good value in a theme park for signature dining is Tiffin's over at Animal Kingdom. 
That's a good experience. Mm. Mm. Animal Kingdom. Great food. Imagine that. I know. Shocker. It's, it's an Animal Kingdom. Shocking. I did not see that coming. You didn't see I it really coming. Know. It's if did you've not. never eaten at Tiffin's, you should. Tiffin's is amazing. Um, but also a really good value for lunch is to pay for Tiffin's out of pocket. And that's the other element of paying for signature dining is look at the menu, price out what you yep would most likely order and decide whether it's better to just pay out of pocket for that signature dining experience or to use your dining credits. If you're on the, on the, the Disney dining plan, which is the one quick service, one table credit snack option, um, you, you're most likely better off paying out of pocket for that signature dining experience because that's going to allow you the flexibility to move that table service credit elsewhere during your stay. Uh, so an, another uh, another signature dining experience that is kind of on on that next shelf per se is Monster Paul at Epcot. Uh, very high quality food, very high quality dining experience, excellent service. Very different than a a standard table service restaurant. Another one is California Grill at Disney's Contemporary Resort. And a side note is if you are if you have kids between the ages of three and nine you may want to use dining credits for them in certain places that you wouldn't use them for you because in in my opinion the dining plan for the kids meals is a tremendous savings if you're doing character meals and cinderella's royal table even because two days of your dining plan is still less than the cost of that so in that case, you can split it and do mom and dad pay out of pocket for this meal. But, you know, little Joey and little Sally, you use their dining credits for it and then pay out of pocket for two other meals that are eight dollars and ninety nine cents somewhere else. Does that make sense? Yes, yep. I think so. What? So you're paying 20 bucks for two meals instead of, you know, 60. Yeah. <laughs> so. So this sounds like there's a lot of work that goes into figuring out dining and how you do all this. So what, in your opinion, is the best way to figure all this out, this this dining conundrum? Sharpie, you want to take a stab at it or you want me to go? <sighs> First a- and foremost, know your party. Uh, if you If it's all adults... And, and you all have a pretty healthy appetite, you're not going to have to worry about value and all this other stuff. The thing with the dining plan, um, and, and we, we talk about this frequently, is the beauty of the dining plan is you're not paying out of pocket every meal. You're not worrying exactly what you're ordering off the menu. You're not ordering off the menu based on price point. You're ordering what you want off the menu, kind of more like you would do on a cruise where you're not paying per entree. Um, you're, you're paying per per meal. So, so your, um, your meal experience there is included. Um, so at, at the, at the beginning of the, of that kind of evaluation process, sit down, look at your days, look at your nights, look at the times of, of day that your party likes to eat. If your party is, a, is they're big breakfast eaters, breakfast is the least expensive meal of the day for the most part. There are a few really expensive breakfasts across Walt Disney World, but for the most part, breakfast is your least expensive meal of the day. So unless it's a character breakfast, using a dining credit for a standard breakfast meal at a, a sit-down table service uh, restaurant isn't that great of a use of a dining credit. Dinner 
is the most expensive meal of the day. So that's usually where you're going to want to spend that. So sit down, compare out what your itinerary is. Uh, I suggest, you know, using an Excel spreadsheet if you are so inclined. <laughs> uh, or just sit down with paper and pencil, uh, however it works out for you. But take a look at menu prices uh, and and compare all of that before you commit to one or the other. Uh, that's something that we will often talk our clients through whenever they're booking uh, is this meal is going to cost you $48 per person, the value of your dining credit, depending on the on the plan, X, Y, Z. This is how you're going to come out ahead or this is how you'll break even. Or with a specific meal, this is how you're going to not really break even but lose a little bit even. But for the yeah. most part, most parties are going to save something with the dining plan. Um, in the well, you end, add it all up. yeah, yeah. Because even when you look at a quick service meal, if you do a drink and you know your entree, on average, you're looking at anywhere from sixteen to twenty dollars per person just for that meal. So if you look at the cost of the dining plan for the day, and add that with what you're going to order for dinner. Plus, you get two snacks valued at roughly $5 per snack. So just between your quick service and your snacks, you're looking at at least, what, $30, $28 right there? And then plus your actual meal. You are always going to work out ahead almost All unless right. you're going to go and get just a burger for dinner somewhere. So, Lauren, I have a question. Yeah. If I'm not a soda drinker and I don't care if it's bottled or just um, tap water, do you think if the beverage, because the beverage is what, three to four dollars? Yeah, but do you probably about three fifty. Okay, even a water is three fifty. Right. So I don't care about bottled water like some people <clears throat> do. I don't um, know what you're talking about? I do. I'm okay with tap water. And so and you, do you say think it wrong. Water. <laughs> Come on, Lisa. It's water. Water. Um. I don't even know my question anymore. Do you think that um, like a quick service or a uh, Disney dining plan uh, plus dining is going to be worth it for me? Because I'm not getting that beverage and I'm, I'm not getting that alcoholic beverage. So. So for you, am I going to still have I that? I think it's going to depend on what you're going to have for dinner. Okay. So you know, we don't are you going to get a snack? You know, your snacks are roughly $5. Oh, you so know you're that's still going to get a, a meal. Your meal is going to be 15. Yeah. So you're saving $3 there. You're still ahead almost. It's not, you're not even, you might break even, but I still think you'd be ahead. Now, unless if, you're ordering the burger for dinner. Yeah. So if I um, didn't want to get a beverage. Besides, I know you, you drink unsweetened iced tea. <laughs> um, Not at Disney. Not at, well, at a, a sit down. Yes, I will, because it's brewed. But um, not so much at a quick service. But anyway, if um, Steve's trying to make me hurry up, I'm like, I totally lost my thought. Um, but anyway, keep going. And um, so one thing to consider when you're looking at the three dining plans, I personally think if you're going to do a dining plan, the quick service is just a matter of convenience. But if you generally look at the difference in price between the quick service dining plan and the plus dining plan, two or three meals out of a five or six night stay pay for your difference in price generally. Yep. Yeah. So to me, pay the little bit more and have a nice meal or do all the character meals you want. 
And especially with the kids, you are so ahead of the game if you have kids ages three to nine to do that middle dining plan. The other thing to look at is if you're doing a lot of signature dining and Cinderella's Royal Table and things like that, it sometimes is a little bit valuable to then look at the deluxe dining, which I'm not really a huge fan of unless you are doing more than one meal a day at a sit-down restaurant, which again, not a huge fan of because I feel like you're spending more time dining than you are playing. Um, but I do think if you look at, if you're doing every night, you're doing signature dining, then yes, upgrade to the deluxe because in the end, that's probably going to be more worthwhile to you. You know, I have people that do deluxe dining and, and it's because they like a sit-down breakfast in the morning and they like signature dining for dinner. And that makes sense. You know, and that's a whole another trip beside itself is if you are just going for a dining experience. Right. And you can. Yep. Especially an adult's trip. Not so much with the kiddos. No, because they don't especially like younger for those signature dining. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So the other thing I would say is if you're trying to figure out your dining and plan your dining is that you can contact Sharpie or Lauren and they can help you out as travel agents. And what they'll do is. All the stuff we're talking about here on Mouse Chat, but they can actually talk to you one-on-one -on -one and figure out, okay, let's plan your vacation. Now let's plan your which dining plan is best for you and your family. Now let's plan the restaurants that are best for using credits so we don't waste a credit on a restaurant that you should pay cash for. Maybe pay out of pocket. Yeah, and we uh, yeah. book your Tell fast. You which ones yeah. to do that for. Yep. They, they tie your fast passes with the right park so you have do the best use of your time. You're not jumping all over Disney world to get to a reservation. Uh, and yeah, then they have like tips and huge. tricks. Yeah. You have tips and tricks for, uh, snack credits on how to get the best value out of snack credits. If uh, food and wine is going on, there's some tips on using dining and snack credits with different events. So they can and, do and all food the food and wine is a great time to get the dining plan and have those snack credits. I'm gonna, if you're if you're interested in doing food and wine, flower and garden, holidays around the world, and they have those extra boots, those are, those are great value because a lot of those are dining plan credits for snacks, but they're six dollars some of them, seven dollars. It's a really good value. Okay, so I am in shock because Sharpie and Lauren failed my prompt, and Steve picked up on it. What was it? That my my question was a simple answer: call your TA. Oh, <laughs> and you guys just went off. It was great. Well, sure. We're Sharpie we're just that very apt to provide uh, uh, <laughs> advice. That that's just yeah. just who we are, Lisa. And you, and you have to remember, Sharpie and I are not people that plug ourselves <laughs> ever. I, you guys totally missed that. I threw it and plop it went. Well, the other Steve thing, it yeah, up, just real quick. Goodness for Steve. So sometimes if we, the other thing you is know. if you uh, if you are going to leave the end of your vacation and, and you you know, you missed a meal or whatever, and you have some extra credits, you can go in and buy like snack items that you can take home or take on the plane that always make or take to drive back. And we always sometimes have a few left and we'll do that with those. Well, uh, not snack just credits. snack credits, but um, quick service credits. You can grab a sandwich. Yeah, we you do that do at a, the beach club. Yeah, you can do a bunch of things. Um, and take it in the car, which is great. Um, so there is an exchange rate on that. Um, do either of you know those off the top of your head? No, I don't. I, I usually give a $5 or less value generally for that stuff. That's pretty standard. Um, if you have snack credits left, you can go into a store and get something like popcorn, some popcorn, not all popcorn, or um, a 
confectionery treat. Um, yeah, and you'll toffee. see you'll see a marking that says Disney Dining Plan. It's like a purplish square, purple box. Yeah, that's yeah. next to the item, so you'll know. Or that ask. That's, yeah, or that that's uh, good for a dining plan. But they're they're pretty good at marking them as well. So, but um, what a lot of people don't realize. Correct me if I'm wrong, but if you have a quick service meal that you didn't use, you can go into one of those candy stores or just the the resort shop, and you can get three snacks for that quick service credit. And so now you can have a Mickey Mouse Rice Krispie treat that you take home, and now that's a souvenir, even though it's a meal that you just kind of missed. You're like, ooh, free souvenir. An um, edible souvenir. Yes, or snack for the plane or whatever you want it to be. Thank you to the pet Or sitter. gifts for your friends. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, so, um, and a uh, table service can be used to get a quick service, although it's not the best financial move. Yeah. It's not you, a good value. No, but you, if you have them left, and right? You're, leaving, you're hungry. Use go them. for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, well, that didn't work out, so I've got these. I may as well use them to the best of my ability. Yep. Okay. Anything else you we want to cover? Only about? make that mistake once. <laughs> Yes, you're right. You're right. Absolutely. Oh, do you want to tell them about, uh, real quick, um, credit card guarantee and cancellation? Because dining is a serious thing at Disney. It is. Lauren? So with Disney, you're going to book your reservation. You're going to have to put a credit card guarantee on it. Um, There are some that if you don't have the dining plan, they're actually going to charge you out of pocket for like Cinderella's Royal Table or candlelight processional packages and things like that, um, that if you don't have a dining plan, you're going to pay up front for. Um, Actually, I think they took it off the candlelight. I think it's a guarantee still now for candlelight. Um, But on Cinderella's Royal Table, you pay up front for it if you don't have a dining plan. So that's a way around that, which is nice. But anyway, so you put a credit card guarantee down. And it's uh, $10 per person cancellation fee if you don't cancel it by the day before or don't show. The catch is, is that one person has to show. So let's say little Johnny gets sick, but Sally, mom and dad, Sally and dad are going to go to the reservation. That's fine. They're not going to charge you. You just let them know when you check in. If you don't show, or they will charge you $10 per person on that credit card guarantee. And certain things do have a two-day, so watch that. Certain um, things that you book do have a two-day cancellation. Especially your prepaid experiences. Yeah. yeah. Like and if, table. if you're not interested <laughs> in, in learning all this and all the ins and outs, call one of these guys, call Lauren or Sharpie. I'll help you. Gladly. All right, so I think that is going to wrap it up. If you've got any questions on anything that we've gone over, definitely write to us. You can write to us at comments at mousechat.net. I'd like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. You can find more of our shows by just asking your local device to find us. And uh, thanks so much for listening. Please join us again next time on Mouse Chat. Bye.